This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. We got a doozy. Yeah, well, this is really inspired out of watching Elvis Presley, The Searcher, which was on um, HBO this weekend and playing continuously and on demand. And uh, really an excellent, amazing documentary for about the man who changed pop culture and music forever. And it's for serious fans and casual fans. And it just was really, really good. But one of the things, uh, and Priscilla Presley was the producer and she produced it with Jerry Schilling, a longtime member of the Memphis mafia who happened to be like a good 12 years younger than Elvis. Oh, so okay. he, um, they've worked on this documentary for like four years, Tom Petty, all these different people weighed in Bruce Springsteen. And they did. I do give credit to Priscilla Presley that she did acknowledge Anne Margaret Viva Las Vegas and in that, but glossed right over the fact that Anne Margaret and Elvis Presley had a, Love affair that was real. It is um, said by different people who know them both that they were the true deep loves loves of each other's other's lives. Okay. And Mm -hmm. one of the things um, that happened is that, okay, so let's set the stage. Okay. It's, It's Viva Las Vegas. It's July of 1963. Elvis is 28 years old. It is his 14th movie. Already. And and I would have to say Viva Las Vegas is one of my favorites. Oh, that's a fun one. And Anne Margaret is 22, and her movie Bye Bye Birdie had just come out three months earlier. Hot. Okay, and her castmate from Bye Bye Birdie, Dick Van Dyke, said really that movie should have just been called The Anne Margaret Story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the camera loved her. Oh, she yeah. was amazing. Amazing. And in she uh, in her 1994 autobiography, she does talk about Elvis Presley, and it was the first time that she ever did. Otherwise, the only talk that had happened had been just what the people in the inner circle knew. But what happened on that sound set, on that soundstage in 1963, they had to, before they filmed, started doing the actual movie, they had to do their musical numbers first. So they'd never, that's how they met the day they were going to do their first musical number. Mm -hmm. So hot. And she said, we experienced music in the exact same way and we couldn't believe it. It was odd, embarrassing, funny, inspiring, and a wonderful sensation. We looked at each other move and saw virtual mirror images. When Elvis thrust his pelvis, mine slammed 
forward too. When his shoulder dropped, I was down there with him. Where he whirled, I was already on my heel. Mm. And we see that in Viva Las oh, Vegas. And you yeah. can go to YouTube and watch these, uh, yeah. the music, musical numbers. Oh, and so while they're working together, he they discover they both love motorcycles. They love family. They're very private people. They both be- believe in God. They love late night talk shows. And Elvis has now been with Scylla. He met her like in 1950. Did he go 59 to Germany? 58 yeah. he went, yeah. So, and he brought Scylla to Memphis when she was a senior in high school and enrolled her in an all girls school, <laughs> I think, if I'm getting my memory. But he made a commitment I will marry Scylla when she's like 21. You know, mm-hmm. and we'll have a family, and I'm committed to your daughter, and mm-hmm. I have all good intentions. But uh, he fell madly in love with Anne Margaret, and he's filming movies, and Scylla's, you know, at home. at home, I'm in Memphis at Graceland, and um, they just started, the sparks were flying, and during their private time together, Elvis opened up to her maybe more than any other person in his life, and she felt she knew him intimately. She writes all this in in the book. So let's. This is from a 1994 interview when she was promoting her book. First time she'd ever talked about Elvis. With Charlie about Elvis, Rose. With Charlie Rose. Yeah. EP. Yes. Why are you so reluctant to talk about it? You even when I've watched you in conversation, it seems that there was about the two of you kindred souls. You saw in each other something deep inside that you both knew, you both had. And it's almost now as if you were trying to protect that. Oh, yes. What is it? It was extremely special. It was very strong. Strong in the what? Our relationship was very strong and very serious and very real. We went together for one year and he trusted me. And I do not want to betray his trust even in death. What would be betraying his trust? Uh, I knew him very, very well. So if you pointed out weaknesses that you knew that were, because all of us have them, and if we have a love relationship, then we certainly know about them. If you do that, it would be a betrayal of him to tell the truth uh, about, whether it's about his the best of him or the worst of him. There's been so much written that has been negative about him. I wanted to celebrate his life, the man that I knew. And what would you say to celebrate his life? Huge talent? He was so gifted. And it makes me extremely angry that all of a sudden all these people who made fun of him right near his, his death, all of a sudden, posthumously, right after he passed on, were writing reams and reams of stories on him. How gifted he was. Why didn't they do that when he was alive? So they could have saved his life. You understand? Yeah. Okay. And she, in her book, she absolutely... Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret, yeah. She did not go into any of the passionate, intimate relationship details. So she's never spoken about it. His Memphis Mafia, people like Red West, Lamar Fike, they all are on record as saying Elvis's affair with Anne Margaret was not just an affair... He was really in love with her. 
it was hot and heavy between the two of them, but Elvis had to fulfill his commitment. And this is what Anne Margaret writes in her autobiography. Mm-hmm. Elvis had always been honest with me, but still it was confusing. Um, we continued to see each other until we dated for almost a year. Then everything halted. We knew the relationship had to end, that Elvis had to fulfill his commitment. Mm-hmm. Actually, <clears throat> he got married to Priscilla on May 1st, 1967. She married actor Roger Smith one week later in the same city. Wow. Okay. Cool. And for the mm-hmm. remaining 10 years of Elvis's life, he and Anne Margaret remained good and loyal friends when she made her first appearance on the Las Vegas stage, June of 1967. Mm-hmm. Elvis sent her a guitar shaped floral arrangement. He continued that practice for all of her Las Vegas openings for the rest of his life. Every single time they were in Vegas at the same time, they would be in each other's audience. When, wow. Yeah, when he opened the inter- Las Vegas International Hotel, now the Westgate, mm-hmm. on in July of 1969, Anne Margaret was in the audience. And throughout the 70s, they would go to each other's shows. She struggled with booze. He struggled with pill. And Margaret overcame her addictions. Chris Elvis did not. In early 1977, she heard rumors about Elvis's poor health. When Joe Esposito came to her show at the Tropicana in Vegas, she asked him how Elvis was doing. He said, don't worry, everything's fine. There's a few problems. We're taking care of them. Oh, really? And when she opened at the Hilton on August 15th, 1977, there was no guitar floral shaped arrangement from Elvis and she knew right then that something was something wrong. was wrong because she had been getting them for 10 years the next day Elvis dies and she flew immediately to Graceland because she knew the I mean she knew all these guys she knew right. she knew Vernon and um she cried with him she was very close and I think you know um they asked her 3 months after Elvis died the colonel and Elvis's father asked her to host a two-hour Elvis NBC tribute called Memories of Elvis. Oh, that would call Did she do it? She said it was the most difficult uh, job she ever took in Hollywood. Right. It was so, so hard. And even when Vernon was on his deathbed, she flew to him to see him. And that was Elvis's dad. Elvis's yeah. dad. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, anyway, and one of Elvis's uh, Mef- Memphis Mafia men, I guess Elvis called Anne Margaret Thumper, which is kind of cute. Oh, that's so cute. He said if Elvis had ended up with Thumper, this whole thing might have wound up differently. Whether or not Elvis could have could have been saved right. from himself yeah. by Anne Margaret, yeah. right? Who, Who knows? knows? But it was a real true. They loved each other very much, and in her book, she would not. And Charlie Rose. Uh, um, Tried to press her and press her to get her to say something, something. about the intimate, passionate. No, she's right. taking she that to the it. grave. She's taking, well, and just it was theirs. It was theirs. That's exactly right. And Roger, her Roger just died last year. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, but it's just the chemistry that those had. It, the, it never stopped, even when the camera stopped rolling. Even though Elvis was a little bit annoyed that in Viva Las Vegas, the director, um, it was, if you watch that movie again, 
Um, he the camera loved Anne Margaret, yeah, and he would uh always say that uh, sub a gum or what? What is the swear word where you're where you're southern and you call somebody a son of a gun? Son but, of a gun, but you don't say son oh. of a son gun. gun. It's some other like okay. kind of right. corny thing, dad gum or something like that. He's like that director is cutting me out of all the shots. <laughs> oh, Elvis, funny. okay, because uh, that was sort of uh, a thing that he noticed the camera angle controversy he would just be like that guy is literally trying to shoot me out of the movie that's kind of funny when he would look at the the camera everyone loved dan right yeah so man well that was a good one yeah yeah thanks for sharing elvis has such a delicious scandalous love life i mean we could go for days sybil shepherd you know forget about that one no don't forget wood yep Oh, I don't know about the Natalie Woodway. Oh, yeah. He had a brief during the 50s, early 50s. She was a star. Really? Yes. Yeah. In Gorgeous her book, too. Natalie, a memoir by her sister, Lana Wood, uh, alludes to the abortive romance with Presley. as It was doomed the one time he flew her to Memphis to meet the family because Gladys Presley did not like Natalie. Oh. Wow. She wanted to, to, well, she was very domineering. She wanted her son to herself. Yes. And along comes this vixen. Yeah. You can see how that happens. Yeah, you can. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, there you go. All right. right. Listen, we'll be uh, back with our favorite headlines of the day.